Greetings to you, podcast listener. Why am I talking like this? I really don't know. All right. <sighs> Fine. It's all about finding the ways to entertain yourself. <sighs> hey, everybody. Welcome to For the Record, episode number 55. Hope you are having a wonderful Thursday if you're listening to this today, or a happy whatever other day you could be listening to this in the future. I was just about to say if you were listening to this in the past, but that time doesn't exactly work like that. Um, I will stop trying to talk in this voice. Why, I don't know. It's, It's like barely a step away from Bane. If I changed the register and went just a little bit higher, which I'm not gonna do, <laughs> but um, just barely a step away from Bane. I don't know why. Um, this episode was sponsored um, by Audible.com. Uh, wonderful Audible, uh, excuse me, wonderful audiobooks um, for any for any genre really. Any and it it's it's an incredible new medium. Um, not new in the sense it's been around for a long time, but it's um, it's newer compared to like actual books. But you already knew that. Anyway, if you would like a free audiobook and thirty free days, um, a thirty day free trial on Audible.com, go to www.audibletrial.com/shamelesspromo and and sign up, and you'll get a free audiobook and thirty free days. All right, this episode is number fifty five with the wonderful, very theatrical, and super fun to talk to, Fable Cry. Enjoy. Terrific, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, give me just, uh, sorry, just one second. Pulling up the volume on this, and all right, sweet. All right, we're good to go. Um, I'm, um, I'm doing well. Um, just kind of settling in at the long day. You were the last um, interview on my <laughs> list of things to do today. So, um, but I'm looking. I've definitely been looking forward to speaking with you. So this is the last of, of your list. Uh yeah, for uh, just for today, yeah, and then it'll kick back okay. up again. Well, that's, that's good. Yeah, so this is yeah, this is like this is like dessert, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh oh I mean, oh, definitely. Yeah, it's just begun. So there's room, <laughs> but it could be maybe like too much dessert. Oh no, no, no there's there, for me. There's never enough music at this point. Ask ask anybody around me. There's never enough, and there's never enough dessert. So I'm totally. 
Um, I, I like that analogy. I haven't heard that one before. Good. Well, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take take this dessert platter on together. So I'm certainly a sweet dude. Wonderful. All right. Um, <laughs> well, first off, I meant to ask you, um, where are you based out of? Because um, I know that this is on. Um, you guys are on Central Standard Time, but um, where are you guys based out of again? We are in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Cool. Oh, so that's a big music music scene. Yeah, we're the we're the glittery. Um, sparkle rhinestone <laughs> on the Bible Belt. Like the South. <laughs> so, that's, Very nice. Um, well, yeah, that's that's where it's located. Nice. If you're looking for it. Well, with that being said, um, and playing with the kind of I guess the darker imagery and the the kind of the that that theatricality that you guys take on. How does that? How does that kind of music make a name for itself in a place like Nashville? It's interesting. Uh, Nashville is actually pretty open as, as a southern city. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's it's actually been a really good home for our music and the whole vibe. Everybody kind of gets on board. There's not a lot of it here um, besides what we're doing. So I think the people who have found us and we found are kind of, yeah. you know, it's like it's about time. You know, they're, they're glad to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, give them something, something else. Definitely. Um, that, I mean, that's that's great. I, I, I've only interviewed a handful of Nashville musicians before, but it's always, it, just from everything I've seen, it's either very, like, indie rock or, like... Or Taylor Swift. Yeah, or, yeah, or kind of, like, country kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that um, was your last interview with T, T. Swift. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but, no, that's... But I what attracted me to the music that you guys um, had put out was just... I'm very much a fan of that that darker kind of gothic imagery and that, um, but also having that that almost lighthearted kind of pop rock feel to it. Even though even even if a video is um, full of uh, dark colors and that kind of and that kind of look, where do, I'm I'm totally curious to know where that I, I guess that theatricality came from for you guys. Yeah, I I like the I like the opposite the sort of duality of of that because you a lot of horror bands um a lot of theatrical bands but bands that kind of write stuff about spooky things are often yeah super heavy or um more on the metal side uh which we're all about as well but uh yeah as far as the way we portray it it's it's kind of just come from a mix of what we like listening to and um you know sort of a, a mix of the music we like mixed with kind of the literature that we like and the you know, the, the darker themes, definitely, but um, turning that on its end and not making it sound uh, depressing the whole time, it just, uh, you know, you want to have fun with it. Absolutely. It's fun to be scared, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, are you guys all horror movie junkies and horror movie fans? Um, half of us are, yeah. Okay. Some of us can't stand it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's funny. It's always kind of split. So when, when we're on tour, you know, picking movies to watch in the van, or um, now Halloween season, going to haunts and everything. It's, oh yeah, it's pretty much split. We we did a uh, we did a photo shoot um, for a Native magazine last year for their October issue uh, here in Nashville, and we went to Nashville Nightmare. Um, this is before the season actually opened up, but it was a it's a haunt that can hear, and uh, so half of us including myself, we're just like eating it up because we were getting 
you know, this like private tour of this whole place and taking pictures with all the, in all the gruesome scenes and, and the other half are just like, no, oh, we got to get this over with. This is disgusting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, they're like, you know, they get into the spirit of the band and are, um, everybody gets it and enjoys it. So, uh, it's, it's funny. That's awesome. Well, I mean, as long, as long as there's that, that, that one little part that can unite everybody, whether you like love or hate horror movies, it's, it's clear that you guys all have that, that one, there's that one thing that you guys are all interested in that, that comes from that world that's able to kind of come out in the, in the stuff that you're making, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And in terms of literature, um, I mean, I always, I mean, when I'm thinking of horror, I always kind of jump for Edgar Allan Poe, but I mean, what, what, um, what kind of horror literature, uh, do you guys, or literature in general, do you guys look at when you're kind of bringing that influence into music? Yeah. Edgar Allan Poe, for sure. Um, Lovecraft, uh, Mary oh, Shelley. Lovecraft, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, it's, uh, yeah, we, uh, old fables, you know, um, most fairy tales are super, super fucking dark. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's like, so that's, a, that's an inspiration kind of going back to, to some of these stories that we know, um, but maybe don't know the origins. Maybe we, hear that they're different or darker that you know Disney might have taken some liberties yeah. in the stories a little bit yeah um, yeah so so bringing some of that back up um, and and realizing what what people were what stories these are like children's stories initially and they're horrifying um, it's funny yeah I mean um, it, kind of, it's insane to look at like um like if you look back at like Snow White and Cinderella, like those, like and you after seeing because I was I was a Disney kid and I grew up on all that stuff and then I discovered the stories as an adult and I'm like that was not in the VHS when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, exactly. Like, yeah, like the the sisters' eyes getting their or getting their eyes like pecked out by birds and all, all that really. Weird. Oh, exactly. And I'm, I'm like yeah. Disney would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make those slippers fit, like cutting off their toes. Yeah. Really... Yeah. Yeah, there were some really Wait a shit. second, this slipper's full of blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You um, must not be the right fit. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there was dark. There was dark shit when that kind of stuff came out. But I mean, I I still love how Disney did their interpretation of it. I th- still am a big fan in that sense. But um, yeah, I totally. Hear oh, you. for sure. And they, I mean, it's. It's funny too, going back, like you said, going back and seeing those as an adult. Um, even a lot of the Disney movies are, are much darker than I remember. You kind of like remember the, the the happy, fun stuff as a kid and the fun songs, and and you're like, man, like everyone's trying to murder each yep. other, like <laughs> straight up murder each other, <laughs> and a lot of them do. Like Gaston, he's amazing and this like yeah. jovial, just like arrogant asshole. It's like he was totally he kidnapped her father to like bribe her into marrying him <laughs> yeah that was i mean that, yeah. was, that was that was one of the super dark movies that came out of that i mean it was a, a gorgeously made film but it's like oh yeah one you, of my favorites you look back on it as an adult and you're like holy shit this is what i grew up with as a child <laughs> and you're kind of like yeah. whoa the hunchback at notre dame <laughs> was kind of the same way for me too in that sense like oh just, man yeah a be- awesome movie but at the same time like super 
super dark. Like there's a whole song about the guy um, wanting to murder one of the characters, and I'm just like, okay, so so kids yeah. watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got the bishop, like, he's he's dealing with this lust for this gypsy and, like, all of this internal struggle, and uh, or else he's going to murder her if she won't be his. It's Yeah, it's, it's super dark. That, that's my favorite Disney movie, for sure. And nice. An incredible, an incredible uh, book as well. If you oh, yeah. The original, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, it's actually more recent, because it grew up on the cartoon, but... Um, read that in the last handful of years and I was just like took me a week to recover I think it was just like so heavy no yeah I've heard of that it's it's an it's unfortunately it's not a novel that I've um like dove into headfirst yet because I mean Victor Hugo just from looking at those books at the store it they're they're pretty big books in that sense and it's, it's never oh, yeah. that's never been intimidating for me it's just kind of always been about like trying to find the right time to really give it a proper read because oh, i'm totally yeah, it's an endeavor yeah because i will get invested like all hell and in, in books like that so i'm i totally hear you <laughs> um yeah but i mean so it sounds like just from talking to you i can totally see where theatricality comes from and where that I mean that love for it and putting that into music with video with a video for like dead or alive for now and and stuff like that I mean what I mean what what's kind of a, a creative uh, process like for you guys when you're putting together a music video like that yeah um, most of them when I'm writing a song it it, it can happen both ways I can kind of get um, I'm probably more uh, visual than I am audio and I kind of like come up with a um, a lot of images, even the songs are written sort of in a series of images yeah. um, that I then have to kind of explain out and mm -hmm. make sense of. Uh, so in that way, the music video concept kind of comes hand in hand with the song. So I kind of have an idea of how, if we were to make a video for it, how it would look. Um, Dead or Alive for now, for some reason, it's just, it was always black and white in my head. Um, it's kind of uh, you know, it, it touches on a lot of different um, classic monsters that we've all sort of heard of. And uh, so having that kind of old school black and white um, silent film look was definitely, you know, like uh, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything looks sort of, everything's hand painted. Everything looks like sort of a living portrait. Um, that all just, it came in through it. Uh, yeah, it's, that's what I thought was super awesome about it. Like, I mean, particularly the hand painted parts of it. I like it added this like layer of almost, I, I don't even know this, if this is a proper word, but like this layer of trippiness to it. Like it, it totally, because generally whenever you see something like that, it's either it, a, a lot of stuff that I've seen, not all, but a lot is very kind of CGI. A lot of stuff is computer. A lot of it is special effects and not necessarily like that just kind of the traditional just paint painting costumes kind of thing and I think that's I thought that was really cool to see that in a video and that's what really that's what drew my attention in visually with that video yeah thank you man I the uh yeah it was a whole lot of green screen work and a whole lot of post magic and nice um, <laughs> and a whole lot of of painting and art our makeup artists and our, our, everything just it was incredible. It nice. was definitely a team effort. Um, super fun. One of one of the funnest videos to make so far. How long did that process take for putting that whole video together? 
Oh man. Um. Well, it was spread out. I think it it from like shoot one to release. It was probably it was probably six months, seven months, maybe. Um, but we spread it out a lot. We shot another video in between some of those shoot days. Uh, it was kind of over a summer where half of the members were were out of town or where we were on tour. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of scheduling that happened. I think it was uh, five separate shoot days. Wow. Um, and then just countless hours of painting, uh, <laughs> painting costumes and painting the backdrops and then, and the post work too. The you know was yeah crazy because it was all we filmed it all green screen, um, but then hand painted all of the, all of the backdrops too. So it was all. Um, you know, made to look like we were in there in a set, but uh, it was fake. It was fake. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, that's what you I heard thought. it here first. Well, that's uh, that. Uh, that was what I think was so trippy to me in that sense. In it, in that. Um, usually, when I like when I said earlier how it's all CGI. When I say that, it's usually that all of it is kind of done in that sense. But this was it felt different because there was there was that hand-painted aspect to it mixed in with those effects and mixed in with your green screen and stuff it just it, it was a, a very different take on stuff that i've seen it was almost a, it was very akin to uh like the a little bit to like my chemical romance and that welcome to the black parade video and just how oh, yeah. Yeah. big yeah. and how and i mean also with the color too with the way that it was done but um that's definitely the feel that i got from it but it turned out i mean it turned out beautifully Thank you so much, man. I, that was, yeah, it was crazy. We got uh, Coco Bridges, who's a local artist here in Nashville. Um, she helped us all with a ton of that makeup and kind of helped bring that look to life. Um, and then uh, Ryan Renborg, who's done all of our music videos, uh, he's he did all he captured it and then made sense of it. And it was crazy because we you know we'd see back the footage and we're standing in front of a green screen and like pretending to run and. You know, like holding a fan in front of us so the wind blows our hair, and like all of the all the stuff. You know, like I hope any of this works, and then he'd like send it back in clips, and it'd be like, holy shit, we're in a magical world. That's so awesome, and that's cool to yeah. like see all of the like actually like hand hand drawn and invested like ha or sorry hands on work that you guys did, and then to see it played back to you in that sense and it's just I mean it must have been a massive sense of accomplishment for sure yeah it was uh <laughs> we were hoping it would actually work um <laughs> it's like we have spent so many hours on this this better actually look cool definitely and do what we wanted it to uh yeah and it and it did and so many characters too it was just it's it, looking back it's ridiculous I um like man we were we were confident uh but it did work it yeah worked. it did that's all yeah. that's fantastic man um well so with we'll show you where the monsters are i i guess i mean i have several questions around that but i guess i guess one of the the biggest ones i'll start with is just how how did the process of pulling together an album like this come together for you in the sense that had you guys was there anything that you had taken on before as as a band um recording wise i mean, and and if so what was the process like this time around in comparison to um 
other, I guess, other releases that you may have worked on before? Yeah, this this is our second album, second full length album. Okay. The, uh, um, it's different in that I mean, the first album I was the only um, same member um, when we did the first <laughs> album. So uh, some of these songs I started writing back with that arrangement, um, but then this one coming into it with a full band was was uh, was different. It was just a duo back then. So um, the way we wrote music, the way we recorded the album was very different. Um, so this gave us a lot more freedom and a lot more, uh, a lot more options for sure. And, uh, obviously everybody else's takes on it. Um, the, uh, yeah, oh. the concepts, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I was just saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> uh, continue. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was super fun. It's, uh, I like, I don't know, you like write a song, it's multi, there's a multiple process for me. Like you write a song, um, and it becomes more real sort of with each step. So, uh, you know, I might finish it on my own and then like bring it to the band and then it becomes more real when like everybody plays it. But then like, it doesn't feel real comfortable until you actually play it live. And then you like, it's much more solid. And then, and then when you take that and play it in the studio and record it and like really finalize everything, um, it feels even more real. So it was really is just, you know, it's a process of having it come to life and playing around with it. And, uh, it's always sort of evolving too. So, um, some of the songs we'd written, uh, and been playing for a while before we started recording anything. Um, so we kind of had a clear idea of where it would go. Some of the songs we were like finishing up and finishing up in the studio writing. So um, we had to make those decisions kind of while sitting behind the mic and, yeah. you know, playing around with what actually worked. Um, so, yeah, it just it varied depending on the song and kind of where it was when we first came into it, you know. Yeah, I mean, so when you go and I, I, I totally hear you in terms of how much more real it becomes as you add more people in, as you start pulling it together in the studio, and then it feels complete when it's live. I mean, that's that sounds like that. that I mean, that feels like a very natural process for any song because the live aspect of it is almost like the most raw form that you're going to get of it because you can, I mean, nowadays you can pull any effect you want in terms of like guitar effects and compressors and and all that crazy stuff. But it's, it's totally what you do with it on stage that kind of makes it live on and, and like become a real, like living, breathing thing. But it, when you guys are playing those songs live, um, are you, do you guys, do you guys bring the that theatrical element to the show? Do you guys, I don't know if you guys dress up or do anything like that or like, I guess what is it for you guys that kind of, that separates it from the studio and the live performance? We're definitely visually pleasing nice. to the eye every time. <laughs> Very nice. Every time. Yeah, we we do the whole thing. We, we dress up and wear the makeup and uh, do storytelling in between and crowd participation. Uh, Kind of depending on the show, our, our bigger shows, we bring in other performers and puppeteers and dancers. and um, So it sort, of, it sort of varies on the show with 
what level of theatricality we're going to bring to it. But uh, visuals have always been super important to me with any band that I've enjoyed nice. and enjoyed going to see. You know, I like if I'm going to just hear a band, I'll just listen to them. You know, I want to be able to see it and experience and give me a show, um, whether that's dressing up or just giving it hell on stage and, you know, sweating your face off until you got nothing. Um, so we do, I guess, we, I guess we do both of those things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So, uh, yeah, it's a give and take, you know, it's the, the audience, I think we'll, we'll get more into it and, and want to give more the more you're showing that you're willing to give, you know? Um, absolutely. So, I'm, energy yeah. And, yeah. I mean, you, you've been to, you've been to shows, you've been to boring shows where you're just like, man, this sounds great. I'm just uninterested. Oh you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or where it's like, ah, oh, this doesn't sound real great, but man, it's fun. Cause it's like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's it, it's all about finding that trade-off. So I think that's I think that's hugely important that that you guys care both as much about the visual as you do about the 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 audio the audio part of it. I think that's huge, and it's something that I try to like relay to other bands um, that I not when I'm interviewing or doing like that, but like when I'm if I ever work with them or they have asked for advice or whatever i'm always like the visual is a huge part of it you guys have you guys have great music but um people are gonna see you so you can't just like you gotta kind of figure out how to bring it to life so and i think and that was what attracted me to the music that was being pitched to me at the time when you guys came across my desk i was like holy shit there's people dressing up and like they get it which i i thought was incredibly awesome so um yeah there you go thanks so much man yeah of course yeah Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're doing something right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, I would absolutely say that you guys are doing something right. Totally. Um, we'll we'll wrap this up and we'll bring this to a close. This has definitely been a, a great dessert. I'm glad we both tackled it together. <laughs> Going Man, back to what you said at the it, beginning. Isn't it been delicious? It's great. I'm a little full. I'm a little like, full, I'm, too. I'm definitely... <laughs> I'm sad. I don't mean that. It's not too much. Oh no, just, no, 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 no! I totally hear. Satisfied. You. Yes, definitely satisfied. <laughs> yeah. Um, I may or may not have a midnight snack. Ah, uh, yeah. I I'm, might not need it. It'll just be because I feel gluttonous. Oh, same here. Same here. That's all. Always Excellent. the the everlasting quest for uh, the midnight snack. Yes. Just a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> um, so these are the last two questions that I ask, and I give it this preface in every interview that I do with a musician uh, because they're broader questions, but they're I feel that they're kind of a, just a nice way to wrap things up. Um, yeah. So the first one is, what kind of message, if you have one, would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music? Hmm. I think um, not so much a message. It's uh, I want people to be entertained. I want people to to feel uh, feel like they you know either had a kind of release from other things going on. Uh, if they needed a break, um, kind of clear their head. I want them to be to enjoy what they listen to or what they've just seen. Um, you know, hopefully they feel inspired. Uh, Yeah, I, I guess I want I want people to get out of us what they're looking for. 
Um, that sounds like a total cop out of the question. No, it's um, not. It's perfect. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the um, the music itself and the kind of the stories within them are kind of um, subjective and abstract. So, uh, you know, I some songs I I don't tell people what they're about specifically so that they'll kind of interpret them mm-hmm. on their own. Um, so I guess same thing, you know, people, some people just enjoy us for the live show. Some people like the music. Some people like, um, I mean, I, it all, hopefully, hopefully they like all of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess our message is entertainment, maybe just entertained. That's great. Perfect. And, uh, finally, what does music mean to you? Music. Music is it's proof of magic. You can't really explain the the effects it has on you. Um, I don't know where I would be without music, without being able to perform it and play it and write it and and listen to it. I'm a huge music fan and. Um, It's magic. That was that's I've never heard that answer before. That was awesome. That was that was really that was unique. That was very new to any um any any time I've ever asked that question. That was a perfect way to close this out. Nice. Well look at that. Look at that. It's, we it's did dessert, dessert just right. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, man. Um. And then. Oh. And of course. Lastly, where can people find you guys online and go check out your stuff? Yeah, we're on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/fablecry. Uh, we have a .com, fablecry.com, and then a uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram at fablecry. And uh, as people may have assumed, because we're talking about the music videos, we're on YouTube as well. And Very uh, nice. All the socials. Follow us on all the socials. All the socials. All right, hey, wonderful. Be friendly. Talk to us. We'll say hello. <laughs> awesome. Wonderful. All right, man, thank you so much. It was such – It was. this was a fucking pleasure to, to speak with you finally and to chat about um, the music and, and the videos and all the things you guys have been putting out. It's been really awesome, and um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more from it in the future. Likewise, man. I, I appreciate the hell out of what you do, and I really appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you so much, man. All right, um, I will – um, I'll get this um, posted as I'll get this definitely up as soon as I can um, and we'll get the word out and we'll uh, we'll spread this everywhere excellent absolutely awesome. will alright man take care oh dear you too man <laughs>